Hey everybody, I'm Shelby and I'm a Tampa Bay Lightning fan. And I'm Tao, I'm a Carolina Hurricanes fan. And this is High Voltage. Today we are going to be recapping the amazing Game 2 of the Tampa Bay Lightning versus the New York Saints, or Islanders, whatever you choose to call them. Tao, this is going to be a much better podcast than the last one. This... I feel so much better than I did a couple days ago. Man, what a performance by this team. Yeah, I feel either. Yeah, I've, I've, I figured you would be in a very good mood today. I've been, like, in a great mood all day long, man. I've been skipping, singing, whistling. It's, it's a victory Wednesday over here. <laughs> I wish I could say I had a victory Wednesday, but... You're in the off At least somebody's having one. <laughs> yeah, so... uh. In other news, Tal and I actually finally hit our bet last night. Instead of losing $40, we only lost $17, which means we won something. So, you know, we're making progress slowly but surely. And before we go into our Game 2 recap and discussion, because there is a lot to talk about, uh, currently the Montreal and Vegas series is going on on the TV, and we'll be kind of watching that in the background Tal and I have been kind of cursing um, these teams with our predictions. Montreal did not end up winning game one, as you all probably know. Vegas kind of commandingly won that game. But it looks like Montreal has what it takes right now to maybe tie this series up. Tal, what do you think? Yeah, they're looking really good right now. Cole Caulfield is playing great hockey for them. The rookie scored his first goal last night, or the other night for them in his uh, first NHL career playoff goal. They're looking pretty good. Up, up 2 nothing at the moment. Yeah, so 2 nothing. Uh, about 14 minutes into the second. Probably by the time we finish this podcast, we'll have a little bit better of an idea of who's in charge in this series. But right now, yeah, Montreal looks good. I'm glad they came to play. I hope this series is a long one um, because it's – Pretty, pretty amazing story for Montreal. I, w- I want it to continue, and I'd love to play Montreal in the Stanley Cup Finals. Let's uh, let's jump into Game Two here, Tao. This this game started out with some scraps right off the bat. We had Maroon and Martin getting matching minors, uh, which led to another four on four to start a period. Seems like we've had that quite a bit here recently. Then Pollock was called for high sticking, so Tampa Bay actually had a four on three power play. They had some good chances, but they came away empty. And then a few minutes later, the Bolts got their first 5-on-5 goal of the series, and it was just a beauty. David Safard, who, as I have stated, has been making some really great offensive progress, he jumped up on the play, kept the puck in the zone, and got it over to Kucherov. And Kucherov just made this nasty backhand pass behind the goal right onto Braden Point's stick, and Point lifted it right into the back of the net. It was so quick, I really didn't even register that it went in until the boys started celebrating, but it was totally gorgeous. It was just a great goal. Great to see the Bolts rewarded for the effort that they had put in to start the game. It was a really strong start for them. What did you think, Tal? Yeah, it was a good start. Kucherov with a beautiful pass. Probably would have been the assist of the the playoffs but we got we got a more interesting one later i believe yeah so we'll get to that too now immediately after this you know since the lightning are leading at this point the refs want to start managing the game so steven stamkos is called for slashing 
this was actually also a very funny moment during the shitty NBC broadcast because instead of putting slashing on the screen where they usually put the penalty, they just wrote STEVEN in all caps. So STEVEN Stamkos to the box for being STEVEN. You gotta love it. Way to go, NBC. So the Lightning kill off this power play thanks to a beautiful glove save from Vazzy on a rebound off a shot from Kyle Palmieri. It, it was unbelievable. The position he got in to make that save was just unreal. I, he's the best athlete possibly in the world, but in this sport for sure. Just great stuff from Vazzy there. So it's been a good first period so far. And then we get to this moment in the game that was the most controversial, awful display of officiating that I've ever seen in my life. And it comes when Braden Point is driving to the net with a chance to score on Varlamov. And Pelik cross-checks him from behind, pushing him into the Islanders goaltender, Simeon Varlamov. And the net is dislodged. Both Point and Varlamov are in the net, shaken up. And I'm screaming and yelling because what just happened? The ref's arm is up. I'm thinking we're going to get a power play, and then for some inexplicable reason that nobody knows, Braden is sent to the box for goaltender interference. Tao, I want to hear your thoughts on this before I go to town. So please give me your thoughts. My thoughts on this penalty was it was absolutely terrible by the refs. NBC went on to say that the refs said that Braden Point should have stopped himself five feet in front of a goaltender when you're traveling at that speed, looking not even looking at the goaltender, but you're looking down for the pass that's incoming. And to have someone push you, literally standing five feet away from a goaltender, going probably five to seven miles per hour, is just no way he's stopping. There's absolutely no way he's stopping from hitting Verlomov. And I hated it for Verlomov too because he got injured on the play and had to leave the game for some for a, quite a while. And it just, it was a bad call. I was even over here as a Hurricanes fan, screaming, upset, typing in our chat, just like livid, using colorful language, <laughs> that it just was like, man, just terrible officiating. Is, and the, the refs, the refs sit here and say, we need to take player safety into control. But when you look at that play, there should have been two. Even if you call the penalty on Braden Point, call one on the the defender also. Call one on Pelic. Come, coming from a Tampa fan, I know you were livid on your end, and I know you got some really good thoughts on that, Shelby. So go ahead. Go to town on this officials. Uh, I've been waiting for this one, Tal. The moment it happened last night, my blood boiled like nothing else. I, I, I just – it I it's hard to find the words. It really is. You are telling me that this is the best officiating the NHL has to offer? You only have two series going on, one game a night, and this is who you have officiating. Give me a fucking break. It's so ridiculous. Not only was Varlamov injured, but Point could have been seriously injured off a play like that. And for the officials to miss that and try to blame Point is just unbelievable. I It's just shock and anger flooded through my body i was fuming almost all night about it it was just an awful call to make there needs to be some kind of review system like in the nfl because this is just more horseshit calls from horseshit officials that end up impacting the outcomes of games 
they say they don't want to impact the outcome. They literally did that with this because after they call Braden Point for this bullshit penalty, the Islanders get a power play, obviously, and 20 seconds into the power play, Brock Nelson ties the game. It's just unreal. I cannot believe that there is no system in place to better protect the players, to better protect the coaches, so that, that they can speak on this kind of stuff without worrying about paying $25,000 fines. It's just, this is a broken system. This league will turn itself into a joke if they let this kind of thing continue. And unfortunately, it doesn't seem like they are going to make any changes towards a more positive, a more transparent direction as far as officiating goes until something really bad happens. And I just, this was just to me, just absolutely just kind of indicative of how the whole playoffs have gone with the officiating. But this call was just the worst. And, you know, at that point, I was livid. Every Lightning fan I know was livid. And like you said, Tal, even hockey fans of other teams like you were livid. But most importantly, I think the Lightning players were also livid. I mean, Maroon and Martin got in another fight right after that and got a couple of five-minute fighting majors, which brought the temperature up even higher in an already high heat game and I think the boys took that and continued to battle and didn't let themselves get discouraged like I certainly was they took it in stride and they just took that energy and kept it going so we get to the second period after all this Varlamov is back in net he did have to leave I think he was spotted by a concussion spotter from player safety so he did leave the ice and Ilya Sorokin came in and you know played pretty great he had a couple of of shots that he saved he did well but Varlamov comes back on the ice for the second period and then the Lightning take another penalty and this time it was Blake Coleman for slashing but they kill it off and Yanni Gore even got a really good shorthanded chance and then we have the next big moment of the game (laughs) which is the Palak goal off the assist from who else but Nikita Kucherov and the Lightning take back the lead now on this goal there's also some controversy regarding the officiating so Tal do you want to kind of explain it from the Islander side what they saw from the Islander side they saw that Tampa had six men including the goaltender on the ice so seven we don't count the goaltender in hockey obviously um but they they saw that there was Barry Barry Trotz counted the goaltender he was over there bitching about seven guys on the ice yeah the Islanders the Islanders coach counted the the, the goaltender for sure. He was screaming and yelling, cussing out the refs. At this point, I thought he was going to get a, a penalty for misconduct or something. I don't even know if he can do that for head coaches. But at this point, this right here is the assist of the playoffs, hands down, 100%. Most beautiful assist I've ever seen in my entire life outside of the penalty. But coming from their thoughts, it was too many men. It should have been called. I do think the refs gave Tampa one here. Um, they they allowed the play to continue, even though, really, there was the the penalty. Sh- you can you can argue that it shouldn't have happened anyway because the couple players were behind the play. Tampa really didn't have an advantage on it. The Islanders actually had the advantage on it. They had a three on two, and Kucherov just like I said made the probably the assist of the playoffs here. The most beautiful pass yeah, I've ever he, seen. He took, he took uh, the puck 
down the ice kind of on a breakaway and then he stops full stop on his skates turns around does a spin move and finds Pilat open in the slot who hammers it in off the post now I see what you're saying there Tal I understand what Islanders fans are saying because ultimately this is a call the officials missed right and this has been going on this entire game to this point and through the entire playoffs so I get why they were incensed I do want to say though Yes, there were too many men, but the Bolts only had three guys in the offensive zone. They were actually outnumbered by the Isles, and the others were in the neutral zone, having zero impact on the play. So it was a missed call, but it's also an excuse for why they couldn't stop a goal. It wasn't like Tampa was, you know, skating with six guys against five, and, you know, they were all on the play. So anyway, I just think Barry Trotz is whining more than a two-year-old without a lollipop. But at that point, you say, all right. Two really bad missed calls, let's just say, for the sake of argument. Even if those two calls are made correctly, whatever, the Lightning are still winning by one. So the Islanders fans complaining on Twitter and everywhere else about about that call or lack thereof, it, it really doesn't matter. You lost by two goals in the end. We'll get there. Anyway, so the Lightning now lead 2-1 to one late in the second, and Vazzy closes out the period with a couple of huge saves. He has a really good one on Beauvillier in the closing seconds of the period to keep Tampa Bay from uh, being tied in the game again. So the Lightning head into third with a 2-1 lead over the Islanders. And we know statistically how good this team is when leading going into the third. They've only lost one time all season when leading going into the third. So the expectations and analytics are pointing to a great thing, but you just never know. And they came out of the locker room with that expectation in mind, in my opinion, because, boy, did they deliver in that third period. Less than two minutes in, we get a gorgeous shot from the point by who else but Jan fucking Ruda, who scores his first ever playoff goal to give the Bolts a 3-1 to lead. I, I just can't believe it's Ruta. It's the first goal by a defenseman of the Lightning this postseason after they had 17 goals from defensemen in their run for the Cup last year. So we were all kind of waiting for when the defenseman would kind of come into the offensive play. And it's fucking Jan Ruta. Just just so crazy. Tao, how do you think Jan Ruta felt about scoring his first postseason goal and for it also to be the first goal by a Lightning defenseman this postseason? I think it became a huge increase to his morale. He hadn't scored in 47 games this season, including, well, not 47 games this season, but including his playoff tenure. He hadn't scored a playoff goal. He hadn't scored in 35 games in the regular season and plus the playoffs this year. For him, he, he came out to me shooting the puck, and he looked like David Savard back in when he came back. In his first game, where he was up on the puck, he was he was challenging um, the Islanders, and he was challenging for the puck. And I'm happy for the guy. He it was a long time coming. It was kind of like a Tyler Johnson moment, where he finally came through. And he missed part of the regular season too. I mean, he missed part of the end of the regular season, and to come back and be the first defenseman with Victor Hedman on your team, just be the first defenseman to score, is a huge huge opportunity for him yeah and what a beautiful shot too I mean that thing had money on it it was such a gorgeous shot NBC commentators were trying to cook up a story about how Varlamov had a double screen in front of him nope it was just a great shot Eddie O 
thanks for playing. No, just a great shot. So happy for Ruto, though. You could tell the boys on the bench were super happy for him. I think it was a really, really big moment for him, and I'm just happy he was the guy to do it, even though it was way out of left field. If anyone had bet money on that, please let me know how much you won, because the odds on that were probably ridiculous. So after this goal from Bruda, the Islanders just kind of break down. They start playing a lot rougher and more undisciplined. And Sajak has called for two penalties almost back-to-back. He has one for interference and then one for slashing. And the Lightning power play goes to work, and they finally cash in with a goal from another defenseman, Victor Hedman. So the defenseman now, the scoring has opened. The Lightning got creative on this power play that Victor scored on. They had some adjustments that just confused the hell out of the Islanders, which led to the goal. Stamkos, who usually sits right in the left circle, actually switches with Hedman, who usually plays at the point. And it just threw everything off. The Islanders didn't know what was happening. And who else? Nikita Kucherov with his third assist of the night threads a pass through the slot and Hedman just hammered it home. I do want to note here, I love John Cooper taking a timeout to give his top line some rest before the initial power play. I think timeouts aren't used enough in hockey and I really loved the strategy there to give his top unit guys some rest after a tough shift. So anyway, now it's 4-1 to one Lightning and the Isles are pissed. We have another fight. This time it's between Yanni Gord and Komarov. And Komarov is actually sort of ejected from the game because he got a 10-minute misconduct and there was less than 10 minutes left in the game. So it's four on four again. And then Chernak is really quickly called for a slashing, which was not a slashing at all. It was another example of piss-poor officiating. So the Islanders actually had a four on three power play for almost a minute and 47 seconds, which was a super dangerous opportunity for them. But the Bolts penalty killers did their job. They kill it off. Then Bavillier gets called for roughing. And then nothing on the power play for Tampa. The Islanders kill it off. And then Andre Pallott is taken down by the boards. And there's no penalty called there. And then with three minutes left in the game, Barzell pulls the Islander within two, putting home a rebound chance after Everly's initial shot was stopped by Vasilevsky. So it was 4-2 for like the final two minutes of the game and you know the Islanders pulled their goalie and they tried, but uh, it didn't work. And as the clock ticks down to zero, the Bolts win game two by a score of 4-2 to two and tie the series. And it wasn't even over because the losers on the Islanders kept trying to start shit and there was about five extra minutes of fighting and scrapping between these two teams after the game which can only mean that, holy shit, do we have a lot to look forward to in Game 3 tomorrow. But yeah, what a game. What a great performance by the Lightning. Tal, what are your kind of final thoughts on this game? Undisciplined hockey from the Islanders. Again, it comes to, do you put Merlamov back out there to Sorokin 6-for-6 on saves when he came into the game? Do you put a injured... Romanov back out there. I think that's something that we could have looked into, but I think he played well outside of that. Yeah, I mean he let in three goals after coming back, correct? Yeah, which I can't blame him because Kucherov's again I mean, assist of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah assist of the playoffs. Um, Hedman finally struck. Ruda sent an absolute great shot. Officiating had lost the game at that point. Um, they lost the game when the brain point goal happened. I felt like I even, you know, was like telling you that 
I felt that the refs had lost this game. They did lose this game. They were trying to make up calls to try to benefit the Islanders. Even the commentators on the NBC were all over and riding the Islanders in this game. It's like everything that Tampa tried to do or did was written off except for Kucherov and a couple Vazzy saves. But outside of that, they were literally just riding the Islanders' wave, trying to say they should have got that too many men on the ice. Final final thing is Tampa Bay came out, played very well. And the last thing I'll say is face-offs matter, Shelby. Look at the okay. face-off percentage. Tampa, Tampa, Tampa now. closed the... <laughs> Tampa closed the gap. They did. Well, as Tal wrote in our Google Doc, here are my final thoughts. Fuck the refs, fuck the NBC commentators, and fuck the Islanders. Tal doesn't curse very much, guys, so to see him writing that in the Google Doc was a little bit of pleasure for me. But overall, just a much, much better performance by the Lightning. We know they respond well after losing. They are now 11-0 all-time after a playoff loss uh, going back to last season. But this response here was massive. The goal scoring was great. We got our defenseman scoring going, which is a great sign of things to come. We played physical. We played tough. We minimized the turnovers and overall just played our game. And when we play our game, there is nobody who can beat us. We did exactly what I said we needed to do on the last pod, which was just play our game so well that the Islanders would get frustrated and get sloppy and take penalties, which they did, which led to goals. I'm just so impressed and happy with the Lightning's play last night. I really think they have a fire lit under them now and are going into the Coliseum on Thursday a much different team than they were on Sunday night. Tao, real quick, can you mention how many penalties we had in that game? There was 20 penalties from both sides. There was a couple uncounted after the um, game had ended. Zajac, Sorelli... Martin and Goodrow picked up all roughing penalties because at the end of the game they all got into a fight. But 33 minutes for the Islanders, 20, I think, I believe it was 19 or 22 minutes for the Tampa Bay Lightning. It was 21 minutes for the Lightning. So it was a lot of penalties. Yeah, for sure. Man, it just means that there is going to be some, some scrappy energy carrying over into game three. Tal, as we look towards game three, why don't you give me three things the Islanders need to do to win, and then I'll give three things the Lightning need to do to win. For the Islanders, clean up penalties. Maybe even go to Sorokin. But cleaning up penalties is one of their, their major things. You think they, they should to... go to Sorokin? <laughs> yes. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I've said it before. Uh, I think we've seen this with the past two teams we've played. If you have two goalies, you have none. Like, I, I just think that's how it is. I think our strength in this playoff series has been forcing teams to change their goaltenders. I think we've exploited that. I'm I'm not sure if the Islanders are going to do that, though. I think Varlamov is their guy for this series just because of the experience he has against the Lightning. But, I mean, tell me your thoughts. What do you think? Well, it's worked. If, if you remember, Carolina changed their goaltender. They won the next game. The... Florida Panthers changed their goaltender. They won the next game. Did they win but the then series? They lose, no. <laughs> then they lose the series. I, I, I get that. I don't but know if that's the point, recipe for success for Barry Trotz. At this point, you're trying to get the 2-1 lead, though. And it's it's proved to work. Changing the goaltender has proved to work to get wins. 
and you want to put Tampa Bay in a hole, and that's what you need to do. I'm not saying it would be a, a terrible call to start Sorokin. I think it would be a fine call. I just don't know how mentally tough Varmavlov is right now getting injured, having possibly a concussion. I mean, he might be fine, but allowing three it goals like he's in the, the ending. Well, allowing three goals at the end of the game really hurt them. I could see the switch. Don't 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 call me crazy, but I could see the switch. I could also see them staying with him. Clean up goaltending a little bit. Goaltending was goaltending was a little crazy then, th- that night. I felt like they allowed Tampa Bay to put a little bit too much pressure on them. That's the second key. The third key, get back to playing your type of hockey. Get back to winning face-offs. Get back to playing crisper speed hockey. It almost felt like you, you stopped putting people in front of Vazzy again. You can't take shots on the point from Vazzy. Vazzy will, if Vazzy sees the shot coming in, it's almost like Verlamov, as they were talking about in the game. If he sees the puck, he's going to stop it because they're just two outstanding goaltenders. And if they see the puck coming, they will stop them. And that's that's the that's the point of hockey. You got to get it past the goaltender. If you're not able to get it past the goaltender, that's that's the thing. And and last thought, fixed turnovers also gave up a lot of them. You gave up ten turnovers. You need to fix them, and you'll win the game. Those are great keys, Tal. I hope the Islanders don't take any of them personally, <laughs> but I'm biased. My three keys for the Tampa Bay Lightning for Game Three are going to be to continue to play smart. Keep minimizing the turnovers. Make your crisp passes. And then number two is going to be capitalize on the penalties when these idiot Islanders get frustrated. Because three, if we play our game so well, they will start getting sloppy and undisciplined and take penalties. And play our game so well that we quiet that stupid coliseum and condemn it to rubble without ever seeing Lord Stanley's Cup again. And I think if the Lightning can do that, they got a great chance in this series. So guys, those were our keys for Game 3, which is on Thursday on the USA Network. This one is actually on the USA Network this time. We were wrong about that in the last pod. And this was the Game 2 Recap Podcast. Right now, Montreal is leading Vegas by a score of 3-1 to at the end of the second period. And we'll see how that series goes. Go Canadians! But for right now, thank you guys for listening. As always, you can follow us on Twitter for more fun at TB High Voltage. And we will see you on Friday after Game 3. As always, go Bolts!